yeah that was crazy though um the odds of anything actually coming out of it were super slim but it was just kind of like now it was also like a great lesson it was like also like now it's like you know if somebody needs something i'm gonna get it to them um but little nas x sorry bud but it's all good Sheesh. hey sorry uh, Doss. Yeah. maybe next time hello everybody welcome back to put a cork in it season four now, before I got back on here, I was thinking we were at season five, so jump the gun a bit, but it is it is a solid four, um, even number. And some of you out there may be saying, yeesh, y'all came back earlier than I was expecting, stay away a little bit longer for summer break. Some of you are like, where the heck has this been? And I'm not gonna pull the whole, like, some of you have been asking, you know, when like actually no one's asked, um but some people really have been asking when we were coming back i will say i have gotten a few questions a few text messages here and there like hey i didn't see an episode what's going on sure i'll do you one. pretty good yeah yeah i'll do you one better a snap dm i got saying where the hell are you yeah but that's not permanent that goes away sure could I'm be gonna, fake i know <laughs> Could have been spam. I'm just trying to give you some different demographics. Anyway, um, to those who are here for the first time, my name is Monica. My name is Austin, but you can call me Houston, whatever you want. Perhaps. Um, and we're really excited you're here. If you are a loyal member of the Put a Coordinate fam, you've noticed a change up in the intro, and I hope it piqued your interest. And if you thought it was an editing error, that's unfortunate because that wasn't the vision. <laughs> um that's okay so i mean let's give the people what they want we need to update them on what we've been up to um over the past couple months and we won't bore you to tears i i mean i can't say my life has changed that much austin do you want to share anything that is just a straight lie on your end oh it is it actually <laughs> is i completely forgot okay okay so what monica means by she hasn't like had a big change she is moved out into her own place she's gotten a new job and she's hit multiple different countries in the world small time i guess now thank you for that would you like to be my manager i mean I basically already am honestly shouldn't <laughs> have even said that that's very true so that's my update, everybody. I think we can just go ahead and move on to Austin over there. What's the 411? Not much has changed with Austin. Austin's playing a lot of golf. And Wait, pause. The third, no. <laughs> the third person point of view has got to end immediately as it started. Not much has changed with me, Mon. Sure. I will say that i uh, been playing a lot of golf been getting frustrated a lot at golf and the farmer's tan is really bad i, I was see it. Uh, i literally see it i literally got asked if i still had a shirt on at the pool the other day so um i never thought i would get to this point but uh wow. i guess that that's me that's I mean, me over the past few months you are a survivor a warrior whatever words you would like to insert there thank you for being here today um I don't really have a lot of updates. I think the only thing I'd like to say is um, I did go to the Justin Bieber concert, which, as everyone knows, huge deal for me. Huge. I am proud to say I didn't cry, but normally I'm very much a singer at concerts, you know, like getting into it, you're singing along. But it was one of those moments where, like, you didn't want to ruin it by well sorry i didn't want to ruin it by my tone deaf singing like i didn't even want it in my head i didn't even want to hum i just wanted to listen to that angelic voice and i'll say it the last time i saw justin bieber he sang nothing it was completely pre-recorded it was all tracks and it was very sad wow this time this man is singing everything unless he's doing a very incredible dance number so i mean i was floored because at least he was singing something this time around so anyway just had to highlight that as well. Well, we do have someone today joining the podcast who's not tone deaf. Wow, in fact, that was very an incredible transition. Very much. I don't even want to like. I don't even know the ant antithesis of tone deaf. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he has perfect pitch, but it's it's pretty close. It's pretty close. He, he has relative. He has relative pitch. That's for sure. Oh, um, guys, today on the podcast, uh, a longtime friend of mine um, who has since gone on to do some incredible things since the last time I've spoken to him. Um, let's just see here. His YouTube channel has 16,000 plus subscribers. His TikTok has over 75,000 likes on it and he is at just under 97,000 followers on Instagram. Needless to say the the largest guest that we've had on the podcast. I mean. Um you will know him as Beautiful Beats, uh, a music producer, but today we're just going to call him Eddie. Eddie, welcome to the podcast. Guys, thank you so much for having me. Great intro by the way. You hit all the bases. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, um but I'm I'm excited to be here, so it should be a good time. You only have a few more Insta followers than us, so we're we're on the come up. We're competitive with you, so no. I don't even there. I don't even know the multiple that we need to multiply by to get to, <laughs> to that number. So we all started zero, so it's all good. No, worries. we did, we did. <laughs> so funny. Um. Okay, Eddie, I have a question. Was Austin like weird in middle school? Like, I know that we're here to talk about you. But I do need to ask that question before we jump right in. So my answer is no, he was not. So we'll get that off the table. <laughs> you can you can breathe, Austin. I mean, I, I certainly could have been. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if I fully believe. I just don't. So my take is, I think everyone's weird in middle school. We all do some pretty weird stuff, if I'm being honest. Um, I think me and Austin were somewhere in the middle ground. I think there was like the extremely... <laughs> I'm not going to say weird, but a little odd, a little different people. <laughs> and there was maybe the extremely normal. And I think me and Austin fell somewhere right in the middle. So no, Austin was always, always a nice guy, always a good dude. So no problems. Wow. A little emotional for you, Austin. Okay. And then roles reversed. Austin, did you sense like most likely to be successful vibes from Eddie? Was there something that was like, wow, hopefully I I'm going to stay friends with him for a reason. You know what I mean? This is the best part about Eddie is because Eddie doesn't uh, like speak for himself. He lets his work speak for him. He's always been like a, a more reserved, like quieter guy, I will say. But um, he kind of works in the dark. And um, honestly, that has been proven over the past, I believe, five or six years of his journey here. Um, what we'll get into today. But um I think it's really hard to have that foresight in middle school. Um, even in high school, I, honestly, I thought Eddie was going to be a more successful basketball player than wow. uh, a music producer. Love dude it. Dude can hit a three. Dude can hit a three. Let me say the three. If I'm any, if I'm outspoken about anything, it's the three point shot. So that is still that is still very relevant today. Um, but no, my basketball career after college was <laughs> came to a complete halt. So nothing after that. No NBA or nothing like that. So we cut it short. Hey, that's okay. At least you have a backup plan. You know, you always have sure. a second career in your back pocket. And that's, that's not something the rest of us can really say. Austin can't say there's much for you as a backup plan. Me either. So we'll just move on from that before we get a little depressed. Um, <laughs> thank you for entertaining the comments and questions that don't really matter. Austin, would, you can go ahead and get into you know, the fact that we basically have a celebrity on the podcast today. Because <laughs> that's where we're at. I mean, I, I just kind of want to start off. So I guess, where did you get your like, start with music? Like, was it, you know, piano lessons when you were like three years old or something? Like, who who got you into music? And I, I guess, what was the first instrument you started playing? Good question. So there's some funny stories behind this. My mom like loves music. Um was always listening to it in the radio, you know, stuff that I didn't want to listen to. Um, but she put me in piano lessons when I was young, when I was like three years old. Um, so complete yeah. guess on my end, I will say. No, that was that was spot on. Um, so yeah, and I actually I hated it. I hated everything about piano. I didn't enjoy it. Um, you know, I had people tell me all the time, they're like, Oh no, it's really great. And I was like, No, this is the dumbest thing ever. Like, I just want to go outside and shoot hoops and I guess part of what I didn't like about piano lessons was I was always playing you know what I was instructed to play it's like you know 
Beethoven's not super relevant nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, it's, it kind of, I quit actually when I was 12. So that was kind of where the whole like sit down, play an instrument correctly and like, you know, how it's meant to be played is kind of where that all ended. Um, I can go into a little bit of where the music production stuff came from. So this actually goes back to our high school days, Austin. So this will be good. Um, oh my gosh, if Austin made a cameo in, in anything of your work, I would be floored. <laughs> Not that I know of. I, I would be shocked too. That, that would be a surprise to me. It's like, it's like a sneeze of Austin. <laughs> he had no idea. So, um, so that was like right around the time when like, apple music became a thing right or like kind of like senior year austin i think so um also that was the time when like life of pablo by kanye released and like coloring book by chance the rapper i'm not gonna act like i'm this like super old school hip-hop head and like i just love hip-hop but like really all i knew that existed with music was what was on the radio or what like my mom would play on a cd so i was kind of very um naive to what was out there and obviously, like, you know, you listen to like a Kanye album and it's like, well, this is, you know, this is clearly a lot different than, you know, any other artist you're probably hearing on the radio. So I guess I just kind of like became inspired of like wondering how this was kind of made. And then like, like a lot of people, I just get into the rabbit holes of YouTube of like these awesome music producers, like doing all this different stuff and like. Kanye and like even like just smaller YouTubers like making beats in like their basements I thought it was like the coolest thing ever um so that kind of led to me downloading like a software on my computer I think I started maybe with like GarageBand um and then it just kind of my interest grew and grew and grew and things kind of went from there but that was that's how it all kind of started so well, it's very encouraging to hear you started with GarageBand because we're out here using iMovie. Love um, it. So humble beginning. It gets the job done, man. Bro, <laughs> it gets the job done, especially if you're the person editing it, it gets the job done. Um, okay, I have so many questions. I have answers. Great. T that would be really awkward if you didn't, so thank God. <laughs> yes. um, taking it back to the very beginning, like, why does every kid hate, like, I took piano lessons honestly I had a great piano teacher one of the best shout out mrs mccauley i don't know if she's still alive but if she is shout out i like she was great but i hated piano like there's nothing wrong with her why does every kid hate it and quit and then you regret it every single time i guess i think what i didn't like at it is like honestly anytime as a kid you have to just like sit still for 40 minutes it's like what are we doing here? It's like, You're I'm so not, right. I'm not made to do this. And especially <laughs> something as tedious as like playing notes and stuff. I was just like, get me out of here. I'm yeah. this is one time a week. I just hate my life. So, you know, <laughs> and then your mom leaves the room and you're just like awkwardly sitting on a bench with an old lady. You don't know. Yeah. It's really I also, I also threw the play, throw a fit card to get out of it once or twice, once or twice at a young age. You know, I kind of figured out that if I threw a big enough tantrum in yeah. piano, they would just be like, hey, mom, let's let's get him out of here. So <laughs> there's no reeling this guy in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's too far gone. Yeah. You got it. You got to fake a stomach ache here and there. Yeah. Yeah. You're I mean, you're too young to have arthritis. I so can't really pull that one. <laughs> but, um, that would have also been a good excuse. OK, well, I think that was my primary question, which is embarrassing after all the really cool things you shared. Um, Oh, this is a question. I think a lot of people when they start like going for their dreams or doing something that isn't like the typical, like, I'm going to get a job in HR at this company, you know, when someone does anything that's not corporate America, really, I think sometimes they can fear how people in their normal everyday life will respond to that. And if they'll be supportive or if they'll be like making fun of you because who makes it and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I didn't really experience that with starting this podcast because it was just for fun and everyone was really encouraging. So it was just funny, but I feel like I respect people like you who really go for it because there's so many things that I would second guess about myself. Like, well, what are people saying behind my back? And does anybody actually believe in me or are people just encouraging me because 
that's just like the obligation. So I would love to know how that all let's worked its way out. Let's go. This is this is great. And I, I have a great way of how my story kind of goes here. So um started the Instagram page in my dorm room, just like making beats and throwing stuff up there. But that's irrelevant. What is crazy is for my entire four years of college, I didn't tell a single soul that I made music. Like nobody. I was horrified that for people to find out, mortified, like super scared. Because I was just like, you know, I was just like, oh, Eddie's on the basketball team. You know, like no one knew me as anything other than that. Um, and it was more so a mental battle than anything else. But I just like, I was just like, let me just, I just wanted to, it was a couple things. One, I was definitely afraid of like getting made fun of, but I also just wanted to like build something super organic and not like have people following me or people listening to my stuff because they felt like they had to. It was always going to be because somebody wanted to. Um, so that was a big thing for me. Um, and then I also just wasn't very good at making music. Like I'd been doing it for like, you know, a couple months. So like, I was just kind of terrible to begin with. So I was like, let me give myself a little bit of time to improve and, you know, <laughs> get better at this. But yeah, for four years straight, I kept it from my best of friends. Nobody knew. Um, and if anyone found out, it was always, I was always just so scared. It was, it's kind of crazy how much it kind of like weighed on me. Um, but, you know, I, I'm kind of happy I did it, but I also kind of realized how ridiculous it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my story. So I'm, I'm with you. I was mortified of what people would say, which, you know, is kind of sad in some ways, yeah. but no, it's, but I was, that's my story. I really didn't tell anybody for four years. So yeah. Holy crap. Austin, four years and plus is how long you've been dating Carly. That would be like no one knowing. That would be one, just an awful relationship that would never last that long. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, we don't go out in public. I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> right, uh, right. But I think it's, I think it's, it's commendable in the fact that you wanted it to be organic. And if people really wanted to find your stuff, they would find it naturally. And honestly, that's what happened to me. Um, I started playing music in college and like, I play a little bit of guitar, a little bit of piano, and I like randomly came across either one of your Instagram videos or one of your YouTube videos. And I was just like, holy crap, I know this guy. I literally grew up with this guy. And I now I'm like so hooked because it's I will say it's not like the music that I typically listen to. But I think as like a musician, you should like learn to like know all aspects of different genres right. and you can kind of pick and choose because that's kind of like how music was like shaped in western culture to begin with right but it was like oh my gosh this guy that i know has over x number of followers on instagram and he's like pushing out content daily and i'm like i'm loving this like this is so cool thank you and i probably would have said the same thing if you had 1000 followers um, right but i'm sure your videos from 1000 to now currently 96 just how much you've improved the quality i really like your funny editing style personally <laughs> thank you um it's just i don't even know really where i'm going with this well i think what's it, important i think what's important to note is like like there's probably a lot of people now that like know about it from our high school right but like you follow me because you're somebody who like actually cares about the music which is what i want and if you right. like so that's that's what I wanted. Like that's great. And like also with like social media, and this is kind of like a huge sidebar, but you know, you want the people following you that care the most. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you have two thousand people that are following you and you're like, well, I'm never gonna watch anything this dude does, not very, you know, beneficial to you. So that's how I look at it. So I appreciate you following me, by the way. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I mean, the like the loyal fans are the people that will get other people on the train. Very, right. very small, small example. We'll, we'll go ahead and bring it back to Justin Bieber. My, my commitment and passion to really just loving him lots has caused other people in my life who have had an aversion for legit reasons to start all of a sudden I look over my shoulder, they're scrolling through Instagram and I see his posts come up. Like they committed to the follow, not even just the casual creep, you know? So 
I can only imagine what that's like for you. Like that must mean so much more to you that people are actually wanting to know what you're doing because I mean, your story is very different than just viewers, but that's just like, that's pretty comparable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Usher, Usher didn't discover me in a parking lot, but you know, (laughs) yes, exactly what I was trying to say. (laughs) Um, so then a follow-up question to that would be, okay, again, let's, we're going to stop comparing Eddie's success to ours, which is none in a second. But when I put out the first, like, I made a podcast on Instagram. So I have never gotten so many DMs in my entire life from people I barely thought I knew, talked to, whatever. And it was crazy. Like you take a risk and do something that other people are scared to do. And they're like, all right. Like some of them, a lot of them are probably like, this is going to be so bad. I can't wait to make fun of Monica. But then other people are like, huh, this is kind of interesting. So for me, that's when I was like, whoa, I'm getting famous. Like I was running around my like house in college being like, this is it for me guys. Like all the plans (laughs) that I thought I had after college, like out the window. Um, so when did you kind of have, you know, a legit moment of that as mine was not, but when did you kind of have this moment of, holy frick, this really might work. Like what started as something I really enjoyed and didn't want anyone to know about was me, me. When did you start being like, wow, this actually is something that could expand outside my dorm room into like a full on lifestyle thing? Great question. And I think I have a couple different moments. Um, I'll start with the first one that isn't necessarily like as cool but like it was a moment where I was like wow this is some pretty powerful stuff so it was COVID it was my uh senior year so I was looking for an internship um and you know I had like a couple places I was going to go work at some like video production place in Ohio and like lord knows what I'd been doing there probably just like carrying cameras all day um I would have you know I would have hated it I really would have so um at that point, I think I had like 20, 20 or so thousand followers, but um, there's this company called Beat Stars, and they are like the world's number one place for selling beats. Like that's where Lil Nas X found the beat for Old Town Road. So it's like a place for artists to find beats. So I had known about this company forever, had had some like slight interactions with them, nothing, anything crazy, but I just got news that this place wasn't going to take me for an internship. So they were on an Instagram live. It was like their marketing director and their social media manager. And I I shot in the dark. I joined the Instagram live and I just typed in the chat and I was like, hey, do you guys have an internship program? Social media lady saw it and was like, hey, beautiful beats. We know who you are. She was like, I'll give you an internship right now. You can come work for me right now. And like, I didn't need a resume. I didn't need, you know, anything like that. And then I was working for a company that I actually thought was super cool. Um, So... I, that was a moment for me where I was just like, did that like really just happen? Like I, all it takes is a couple of video, you know, well, not a couple, a lot of videos and like some, like, you know, a little bit of recognition. And that's all it took for me to get, you know, my dream internship, you know, not like the craziest thing ever, but something that was cool. And I enjoyed. Um, so that was a moment. Um, I think the first time I ever just like got paid to like post something on my page, I was like, that was obviously like a crazy moment. I was like, okay, like, this is like, I could see how this starts here and could probably, you know, go there. And, you know, as far as like, you know, people believing you, it took a lot of convincing my parents, like, no guys, like, I know it's, I know it's only like this amount of money now. Like, like, you guys don't get it. Like, I only have this many followers, this many, you know, so um, that was some of it. First time I got paid for something was, was really cool. But um trying to think so this is a funny this is not that this is just like funny so john mayer followed me for two days for two days and i actually lost my shit um, what? So, wow yeah, um i don't know if it was by accident but it wasn't long so i like freaked out told like my closest friends and then like two days later i was like false alarm guys it's it's not there anymore <laughs> but it was cool it was cool i would have literally i don't know i don't I'm literally speechless. It didn't even happen to me. That's wild. Yeah. I, I, part of me thinks it was just like his Instagram 
social media intern just like on instagram reels and like might actually click follow but it counts i got the screenshot so that's all that matters it, it counts, counts. It in counts. your in your mind he was going through instagram and said right. here i am with my pointer finger and i'm hitting the follow exactly that's exactly. what i'm believing for you <laughs> yeah yeah so a couple cool moments for sure and then obviously and then i guess like more recently i've been out of school for a year and things have been going extremely well so sometimes I got to stop and, you know, just be like, you know, this is what you always wanted. This is what, you know, you wanted to do and you're doing it. You need to relax every once in a while and look at it. So I do have a couple of moments like that where I'm like, Hey, you're doing it, you know? Um, so, yeah. So one question that I thought of was what, do you have like any insight as to like, if somebody wanted to have been a music producer, like 20 or 30 years ago, like how like obviously way different now with the internet and everything, but like, how do like these famous producers that we know, like how, how do they, like, what is their story compared to like the everyday YouTube producer or, or Instagram producer? Do you have any insight into that? Yeah. So from what I've heard, it's always been like, so like, I think a lot of people know like murder beats, like, you know, or whatever, like Metro Boomin or yeah. Beethoven or whatever, but JR, sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So a lot of them, a lot of them came up with artists. So like, I mean, I'm not going to use murder beats as an example this whole time. But like, that dude was brought up like got discovered when the Migos were small, like he came up with the Migos. Wow. So like, people kind of like attached to artists, um, and kind of like grew from there like Timbaland produced all, all of Jay-Z's stuff. Okay, as he grew, they grew, you know? So mm. it was kind of like, if you were a producer, you were just praying that the artist you were working with blew up. Um, you know, you get in the right room with the right person and you do something incredible. Okay, now you're the guy that they go to for production. So very, very, very different. It was probably a lot more networking, who you know, um, right room, right time, stuff like that. But yeah, there, was, there wasn't a whole lot of ways to really get your stuff out there um but yeah i don't know what i would have done then but yeah did like record labels have like this is our producer like this is who you go to if like you sign with this label like as an artist great question yeah so a lot of labels i think even some labels now still they'll like sign producers so like an artist can just go into a studio session and work with them i think that's definitely how a lot of them did it then um but now you can you can search youtube and find a beat in 20 seconds wow you know if anything this is all pointing to like right place right time vibes like a very much a mixture of hard work and right place right time but like i'm even thinking back to phoebe who we had in the podcast last season austin who just would not let up on this music manager and now she's like bozzy's manager so oh, it's like awesome. But she, I mean, you might have to go back and listen to that episode. I mean, she is a hustler and just like would not let this dude, like she was Austin. She was finding like every avenue, like his email, his Twitter, like basically harassing this man at that point. Right. So, I mean, the fact that you had to work your butt off to get the reputation for that social media person to be like, oh, this isn't a rando right on the live right now whereas you know me on justin bieber's live i'm like love you so much xoxo <laughs> nothing. but like if i had a reputation or if i was close close to a blue check in any way it'd be a different story you know what i mean right yeah and that's like oh, what was i gonna say basically it's just like oh i just completely lost my train of thought i'm sorry Fine. Continue. Happens to austin all the time never <laughs> happens to me though always always oh, right what, okay sorry what i was gonna say is like there's a ton of stories of like people sending like thousands and thousands of emails like i probably could have sent a million emails to beat stars and you know it might not have been anything but um yeah super interesting how it it all works but yeah yeesh um so this is kind of an annoying question <laughs> But I feel like we maybe all could have expected it to come at some point. Have you had any interactions with anybody famous? You don't have to drop names if you don't want to. But like, have you had any pinch me moments of like, wow, I actually just met that person or like texted that person or anything? 
So this was a this was actually a long time ago. This is something like super crazy. I actually kind of fumbled the bag on this a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, if you want an all time blunder, here it is. Oh, exciting um, and exclusive. So this goes back a little while to when I really was kind of just starting or whatever. I this guy is DMing me and he's like, "Hey, I'm a manager for Maverick Management, and I, you know." do this, whatever, whatever. He's like, I'd love to hop on a call with you. I call him and he's like, yeah, man, like send me some stuff, you know, if you, if you want to come out to LA and he was like, we'll see if you're good enough. He's like, maybe we put you in a session with little Uzi. And I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, sure, dude. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Whatever. Get off the phone. And then, um, lo and behold, some time passes, sometimes passes. And I'm like looking at the Forbes top 40, under 25 people, whatever. This dude becomes <laughs> the manager for Noah Cyrus and Little Nas X. So I was like, that's crazy. Uh, flash forward a little bit further. Little Nas X is obviously doing his thing. Um, and this guy sends me a DM. I'm at a Khalid concert and he goes, hey, send me some beats. Sometimes uh, Lil Nas likes to just listen to beats when he's like in the studio. We'll, you know, we'll like play them for him, whatever. Well, my dumbass was at a Khalid concert and I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, like I'll do it when I get home. And it was this weird feeling of like everything. So then I went back and tried to like make some stuff. I was like, oh, this is great. And everything I made, I was like, this is just not it. Like this is just <laughs> not, <laughs> this is just not good enough. And so I ended up sending him stuff and then he was like, hey, we need the stems, which is like all the individual tracks. And I just like never sent them to him. So I I don't think he like actually listened to it and liked it. But I was just like, um, I was like, yeah, I'll get you the stems. And then I just kind of completely forgot about it. So yeah, that was crazy, though. Um, the odds of anything actually coming out of it were super slim. But it was just kind of like, now, it was also like a great lesson. It was like, also like, now it's like, you know, if somebody needs something, I'm going to get it to them. Um, but Little Nas X. Sorry, bud, but it's all good. Sheesh. <laughs> hey, sorry, Nas. Nas. Yeah. Maybe next Crazy. time. <laughs> so, I mean, so you've been doing this full time for about a little over a year now. Right. I guess what has been like the biggest surprise to you, like in this year of like full time? Great question. Um, to be quite honest, a lot of it is like, I was kind of shocked of how much money I was able to be able to make. Um, to be completely honest, I, when I got out of school, I was making some, but I was like, you know, I was like, to be honest, mom and dad, I was like, I'm just going to put my work head down and work and the money, if it cut, it's going to come. I'm not you know worried about it. I'm trusted my process and how I do things. Um, so that has been a shock. Uh, we exceeded my expectations. Um, I'm, I'm pretty shocked at like how much companies are willing to pay to promote stuff. I think it's wild. I'm just like, you just want me to do that for this? I was like, all right. You know, I think that is a testament to like, okay, are people watching TV or are they on Instagram and TikTok? Yeah, yeah. So um, they are going to where the eyes are going, um, which, you know, I'm not gonna act like I'm a visionary, but like, it was like, okay, you could kind of see this coming a year, year, two years ago. Um, so that has been shocking to me. Um, I've also been shocked at like, I, I, I talk a lot about companies because that's a lot like as an influencer and as a content creator, like your connections with companies, I've been shocked at like, if I just know one, one guy, you guys need to know one guy in that company and you, they can do anything for you. They can be like, Oh yeah, sure. You know, like I've been shocked at, I get a lot of free stuff. People just kind of send me stuff. Like if I just know one guy at Arturia, they're like, Hey, I'll be like, Hey, I'll make a video of unboxing this keyboard. If you send it to me for free. And they're like, yeah, sure, man. We'll send you this, that, and something else. And then I, all I have to do is like make a 30 second Instagram clip unboxing a, a $800 keyboard. And it's like, dude. you know, that, that has been shocking to me. It's like, they're just like, yeah, dude, sure. If it's going to be clicks and marketing and free advertising, go ahead. So that's, that's kind of crazy. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, um, imagine like, I, I honestly didn't think that that whole reality was real of, like, you literally doing an everyday task for an absurd amount of money. I didn't know that was really what happened behind the scenes. And then one of my friends who works for Abercrombie 
was like, hey, so we wanted Emma, Emma Chamberlain to make a TikTok for us. And she was like, guess how much it cost? I'm like, oh, like probably a hundred grand. Like, I don't know. She was like, $1 million yeah. for a TikTok. What did that cost Emma Chamberlain? Literally nothing. Literally yeah. maybe five minutes of her day. Maybe. It's wild. It's wild. And I'm not saying like, it's that's it's wild because that's what I get. I'm like, it's wild what people, <laughs> it's wild what, it's wild what some people are getting paid. Like I've heard some crazy, crazy stories like, of people just getting paid absurd amounts. Oh my gosh. I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be more than a million for her to make a short content post. Right. Well, now I'm like, I'm stupid for even thinking it would not be that from the get-go, you know, like yeah. it's interesting. Okay. So here's another question for you. This is probably yeah. a little bit this is probably a little like more of a deeper question. So prepare I'm ready. yourself. I'm ready. I feel like in my mind, I'm I'm thinking about the Emma Chamberlain example and being like, so she's saying that her her doing some type of dance, some type of like sarcastic bit, whatever, that that is worth like she can put a monetary amount with that and like can put a monetary amount just like with her whole self and like what she offers and like that type of thing. And I think everyone does that to a certain extent. You, you accept a job offer at a certain amount. You ask them to bump up the offer if you feel like you're more, you know, all of that. Right. But I feel like when you're in the industry that you are in, that is a whole nother ball game of like, for me, I know that would be a mental case for me of like, well, I'm worth this many K followers on Instagram. Like, and then you just have to like sit in that. And how do I become worth more people you know what i'm saying so 100 percent, yeah yeah what has that been for you just overall like the mind games that i know exist in that whole industry are insane and i feel like a lot of famous people are very open about that and talk about that a lot in interviews now right um but i would love to know your perspective and how that has been for you so here's my thoughts well first off with any time anybody pays you they're expecting a more ROI. So if your salary is this, they're expecting to get this out of you. So that's always how it goes. But I always go on a case by case basis. <laughs> Hopefully no companies watch this. But it's okay. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> so so um, I would go by case by case. So there's companies that I've worked with in the past where it's like, you know, it's like, oh, no questions asked. Sure, dude. Yeah. You know, and then every time they come back, I go up and up and up and up and up. And there's some companies that are super, I don't want to say stingy, but they're like, you know, they're like very strict. They're like, yeah. oh, we can't go over this, whatever. So for me, I've had relationships with a lot of these different people and companies. It's always been like, okay, how do I maximize, you know, what they're willing to offer? Some companies are never going to budge. They have their set, whatever. And now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, no, nah, I can't do it for that. You know what I mean? So I figure out what's worth my time, but I've always just kind of been like, okay, let's push the envelope a little here. Maybe I kick back to them like, oh, a little more. See what, uh, we can only do yeah. this. Okay. So there is a lot of that. It's a lot of like feeling it out. And a lot of times my dad will be like, you're going to ask for what? And I'm like, dad, just let me ask. And if they, the worst I can say is no, like, <laughs> you know, so I've kind of had to play that game of like, not being afraid to ask for more in some cases where I've been like hesitant. And then I'm always, a lot of times I'm shocked at the simple answer of just like, Oh yeah, yeah, we can do that. Sure. No problem. Um, I think it's, it's different for me. I, I know I make good videos and I know I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to get it done on time. So they know they're getting that as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a fun game to be honest of like, ah, how far can I push it? What are they willing to, you know, but yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it was, a mind game at first of be building up the courage to like figure out how much I'm worth. What is this actually good for? But yeah, it's interesting for sure. Wow. This is like the inside scoop that we, well, mostly me, I love, love, love pop culture and everything about any type of entertainment industry. So this is like the biggest treat for me. And I feel like I've, I've possibly rubbed off on Austin in that way as well. I just think the whole, like, when we were kids, like, nobody ever, like, grew up and they're like, I want to be an influencer. And, right. like, kids today are like, I want to be an influencer. And, like, there's there's so much 
like possibility out there. It's just crazy to see like one how like if people are willing to go through like what it takes to go through because it's so difficult. Like it is a lot of you need a lot of consistency and you're going to make a lot of stuff and it's not going to get picked up for a long time if at all. Right. And then like eventually you're going to hit some sort of stride or whatever, but yeah. Um I want to go back on something you touched on. Um, I, I remember watching a video of yours and, and when you dedicated to going full-time, you had a, like a plan and you said today that you've exceeded those numbers. So I guess what is the update on that plan? Has it shifted or like, what is the long-term goal here? Yeah. So it's funny. You said no one like grew up being wanting to be an influencer. Um, but like, me and my cousin, Reno, who you might remember, Reno, Austin, um, he, um, we would always watch, and this is like slightly embarrassing, but I don't care. Um, we were like obsessed with like these Minecraft YouTubers, dude, like, Huge. oh my, oh my. everybody watched them, dude, it was awesome. They would play like different games. And I'd be like, oh, how, you know, you got a little insight of like how that's what they do for their job. And it's like that you would see like videos of their house. And I'd be like, that's all they do. So like, me and him would always, me and Reno would always just talk about like, oh, it'd be so cool to be a, a YouTuber. And like, that would be so much fun. So like, that's where I was kind of like triggered. And then, you know, you, you work at Kroger's for a summer or deliver pizzas and you're like, yeah, this sucks. Like, I don't want to do this. Let's, I'd rather do that. So um, the plan is I kind of want to like do everything, man, to be honest. Like I I'm perfectly fine with being a YouTuber. Like there's no shame in that to me. I absolutely love making videos and making content and teaching people and helping people. But, you know, obviously with the YouTube stuff comes a lot more stuff. So like, you know, I never need to make a record for Drake. Don't care if I do. Awesome. If it comes, it happens. You know, like if I, I want to be a YouTuber, um, I want to make music and put out my own music. I think that's a very valuable thing. I think songs are like one of the most valuable assets ever. They'll make you money until you die work with people I want to work with, put out my own music, make content, help people, help other producers, um, work with companies, you know, that's, that's kind of the goal. I'm kind of just seeing how far I can take what I already have established. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the goal right now. Wow. Like think about, think about your own personal career goals and then think about that. That just sounds way more fun. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Austin and I are in the sales game. Just like, well, hopefully I reach my goal that I have to make for the company. Hey, no shame. No shame. Oh, you guys will do it. I'm, I'm sure you will. Oof. We'll keep, we'll keep you updated. We really will. So Eddie, who's like the one person that you would like, I want to work with this person or like, I would love to see what this person is like in studio or. Um, great, great question. Um, I have a couple of different answers. So as far as like the YouTube space, there's this guy named Kyle Beats. And I know it's like everyone just puts their name in a beats behind it. But it's this this guy is like, he's kind of like my inspiration. Um, he's got like almost 700,000 subs on YouTube. It's just like awesome content, really cool. Um, so that's kind of like a dream collaboration, like, you know, work with somebody that's kind of inspired you to be what it is. So he's awesome. Um, as far as just being a fly on the wall, in a studio oh, dude great question i love john mayer so i'd probably say john i just like would love to watch him play the guitar for like 20 minutes and be like all right i'm gonna head out now um but um obviously kanye would be cool just because like he's just like an actual genius um this is an awesome question and i feel like i need to look at my spotify to really give you an honest answer Coldplay would be cool i think chris martin is like an all-time musician songwriter um i think that's i'm just the best. I'm, I'm surprised because from what i see you produce and like these people that you're talking it's tr like drastically different but i i'm agreeing with you like it's it's super different so like i actually listen to like a lot of like alternative pop like i literally i don't listen to hip-hop ever dude like it's not like i'm like making beats and then going to listen to little baby like i don't I, really, <laughs> I, I actually can't stand it so um yeah, I listen to like, I like producing hip hop because it's like simple and like lo-fi is very chill, relaxed. Um, it's like a beautiful like style of music. But yeah, I listen to like, I don't know if you know the band Laney or like uh, mm -hmm. 
but yes. yeah like I like that chill kind of alternative pop so yeah I don't make what I listen to that's that's actually very unique I would have well I don't know I think that actually would have sounded very horrible for you to be making all this type of music and then in your personal time that's like I don't know like being a nurse and then all you're doing at home is just like putting band-aids on your kids all the time like similar that's very true that's very very true yeah I actually found that I was like as soon as I started making beats I was like god I don't really feel like listening to future anyone else anymore I was like "Ah, no thanks but that's, that's a great point wow awesome out here with the good cues my friend the good cues hey great start to season four that's all I can say listen we could literally sit here for a very long time selfishly I would but we we aren't a two-hour podcast unfortunately we we've tried that at one point it didn't go over well anyway um so our last question for you Eddie we're bringing it back from season three we're not leaving it behind but we are changing it up um so what we normally ask people is what's in the queue for you so like what's next what's popping what are you excited about um and we used to austin and i would also um share but as i listened back to some of the podcasts i was like holy crap this is the most like literally boring thing i've ever heard in my life so now we've decided that we're just gonna let our um our guests like let us know what's next um but first we are going to debate a hot take before we let you do that so my hot take this is like really hot i'm actually very excited to share this with you guys my hot take is that i don't think that people should be canceled like i just think it doesn't make sense it it doesn't change anything except ruin someone's life you don't give them a chance to redeem themselves yada yada so the vibes I'm getting from you two right now is that you agree. A hundred percent agree. It's okay. people, people make mistakes. I don't want to get political. <laughs> if you make a mistake, it's okay. I think there should be repercussions for your mistakes, but completely wiping somebody off the face of the earth is just absurd. I think right. we should let people breathe a little bit and also remember that the times we live in, or it's like, there's probably some dirt on everybody. Um, you know, if you were famous and someone looked into your personal life, what would you find? I know I'm not hundred percent clean. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So that's let's give people a second chance and let's be a little more more understanding i will say you will get a lot of positivity and optimism content if you uh take a look at eddie's pages even even the one he posted today i'll say check it out but the no it's it's absolutely absurd that people think that they're above somebody else to literally and end their career and like any possible standing that they could have with other people in the world um just makes absolutely no sense. I I can't imagine, like, even if there was somebody who I was like, I do not enjoy this person that much that I, like, don't want to see them. It's just I cut them out of my life myself. Like, I, I don't need to, like, waste my energy, like, be like fighting against somebody's life yeah, if that you don't makes have sense to follow what they do you can literally you can choose who you follow and what you pay attention to so like change the channel unfollow block so right. many avenues before <laughs> let's lead a coup d'etat against this person's life and being yeah. and you know what's so weird like whatever i think of like the cancel culture whatever it's like i just imagine like a million little like bot accounts of like people that have no relevance is relevancy yeah. to anything it's like no. joe, joe schmo one two three with zero followers and following three people including the person he's trying to cancel and they're just like <laughs> going for it like it's like what are we doing here like that is so perfect wow i was expecting a little pushback or something no. i don't know okay great glad we're all in agreement last question for you eddie before you can tell us all the wonderful things you're up to do you fear getting canceled because i've also been listening to a lot of podcasts of like youtubers tiktokers whatever and they like talk very openly about like getting canceled is the one thing that they actually fear like they don't fear like being controversial but all like losing your clout basically is the biggest thing so i used to i used to fear getting like hacked or like losing everything which is a very real thing um as far as getting canceled go i mean my mom and dad don't even like let me put the kitchen on a video. So like, I'm not showing 
anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, um, they, they see everything I do and I've, this is like so cliche, but it's like, would you post it if your mom and dad saw it? Like they do see it. So it's like, I'm never going to like do anything outrageous. Um, yeah. My content is pretty, I mean, a three-year-old could watch it and it's, you know, not the end of the world. So no, nah, I'm not worried about it too much, but if it did happen, like, I'm also not worried about what I'd be able to do in life without social media, to be honest. Yeah. So I'm okay with, if, if people want to cancel me, I'm ready. <laughs> Go, Go ahead. Go let's lead the, it. let's lead the charge. Bring it on. <laughs> I'm dead. Please, please don't. I, I don't, you're not giving cancelable vibes, Eddie. So I think we're going to be fine. Um, so go ahead and give us what's the four on one in your life. What are you excited about? What's like a next project or goal or something that you feel like you want people to know? Um, God, I wish I had a better answer for you. I guess almost hitting hundred K followers is very cool. Um, that's, that's definitely cool. Um, nothing crazy though, to be honest, I kind of just like make a ton of content. If I guess if you like music producer stuff or interested in music in general, I think my page has a lot of stuff, but I kind of just post a bunch of videos. Um, don't follow me if you want to see me on your feed every morning at 9.15 a.m. sharp. So uh, nothing nothing crazy, just a lot of like YouTube videos, working with a bunch of different people. Um, yeah, it's pretty much just steady, same process every day and keep pushing. So Love it. Well, if we're going to get you to 100K, where can we find you to follow you? Yeah, um, I'm Beautiful Beats on all platforms. You can Google it. You can type it into any social media and I'll probably pop up. So uh, that's, that's all you need is Beautiful Beats and you'll find me. Wow, amazing. Love the just how it all matches. I mean, that's the dream. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, well, as for us, everyone, you can follow us at Put a Cork in It Official. Um, Austin and I have really, we have some things in the mix of how we're going to mix things up for just how we're going to make our Instagram the most popping page on the internet. Okay. So hold me to it. Um, but first we'll say our thank yous, Eddie, thank you so much for coming on. This is literally so, so nice of you to come on here and be with us. And this was an amazing conversation. I think one of my favorite ones, like just you being able to give us the inside scoop, but also be like a normal person in the industry and not be like an absolute crazy human, I think is very refreshing. So thank, thank you. you so much. Yeah. I, like I said, at the jump, I love podcasts and obviously friends with Austin, super nice guy. I, I would expect nothing else from you. And I, now that I met you, Monica, I definitely feel the same way about you. So I would, if I'd come on whenever, if you don't have an hour to talk to some people, you know, you're, <laughs> you're kind of a, a jerk. So I can always give an hour of my time. It's not the end of the world. Wow. Um, so I'm happy to do it. I'll be on whenever you guys want. Maybe I will say there's, it will be a long, long, long time before I bring on another guest with this much, as many followers as you. So I'll say you're helping me out a ton and uh, really do appreciate it, man. Your journey is so cool. And like, I just, I, I love to see where it's going. Thank saw you. the new guitar the other day. I got really excited about that. Just dude, keep it up, man. Keep grinding. I'm, I'm excited to see what comes of it. Thank you guys. Same to you. Love it. All right. We will see you guys next week. We'll be mixing up the layout. So keep your eyes peeled. Austin, anything else you want to add? Hey, thanks for tuning in. Uh, four seasons going strong. We're happy you're here and we're excited to keep going. Thanks, I love